Well, it's my pleasure to be speaking with Dr. Larry Polin. Now, you may not have heard of him, but I know you've heard of the people uh, with whom he's well acquainted. Uh, some lists have him as one of the most influential people in the global media. Uh, he's the founder, chairman and CEO of Master Media International. For many years, he's been providing professional counselling and personal counsel to film and television boards and executives in Hollywood and New York. And he's regularly communicating with the 365 most powerful people in the media today. He's been a college professor and president. Uh, he's authored a number of books and produced and hosted radio and television programs. Sir, thank you for coming on the show. Well, it's a delight to be with you. I love your country. I love New Zealand. It's a beautiful place. I was only there once, but I can't wait to go back if I don't have to take a 13-hour plane ride. <laughs> well, you can always sleeping pills, hey? They're great yes, things, aren't they? <laughs> look, look um, how does Hollywood see Christianity? Well, to, to parse out Hollywood and New York media, we refer, refer to those as the two kind of cultural capitals of the entertainment industry. Right. Uh, the financial side is New York, and the production side is uh, known Hollywood, and so it's all kind of lumped together in a mental construct called Hollywood. But it's really a collection of industries, film, television, now new media and Internet and you know, video gaming and whatever else, but it's epicentered uh, there in, in uh, Southern California and in New York. So you've taken it on your sort of self, uh, to communicate to the leaders of they, those two communities about Christianity? Well, we have, and this is my 34th year doing this quietly. It's, we don't do a lot of splashy stuff. We stay pretty much uh, below the radar. Uh, and the, uh, the people of a more conservative political, theological, moral bent uh, have typically, over the past 100 years plus of the film business, been very angry at Hollywood. And so they've mounted a lot of what I call anger strategies, boycotts and protests and hate mail and, you know, and uh, damn those awful people who send this stuff down this sewer line into my living room. Uh, that, that, that kind of stuff typically doesn't play very well inside the industry. And so in 1979 and 80, I did some research on the industry and discovered that and said, you know, somebody needs to do something positive. Somebody needs to build some trust relationships. Someone needs to get to these people that some of the more conservative, uh, strident Christians uh, are you know, doing their anger strategies against and uh, build some trust and try to build some bridges of communication so that we understand each other. And so we've been doing that now for all these years. And uh, frankly, uh, Ian, it's been really amazingly successful. Can you explain that to us, how you actually make it happen? Well, one-on-one -on -one is slow, as you can imagine, and small group is, is, is also slow. But uh, the most genius strategy, and I can say that because I didn't come up with it, uh, so this isn't a self-serving comment, the head of uh, Time Incorporated at the time years ago, um, he has responded to an email when he learned that he was on a media leader prayer calendar 25 years ago as part of our proactive, positive influence from a religious or Christian standpoint. We said, you know, these people got a tough job, and they influence you know millions, hundreds of millions around the world. We need to mobilize prayer for them. So my genius associate came up with this idea of, of having a prayer calendar in which we would list one of the 365 most powerful moguls, gatekeepers, media executives in, in the American media, mm -hmm. and some spilling over into other countries. And so that has be, become our brand. And the people who are on the list, some of them have been on the list all these years, 
they they know when their day comes up on the calendar, and most people aren't offended when the, you tell them you're praying for them. I say it's like you have a Buddhist friend who says, uh, Ian, I just want you to know I spun a wheel for you down at the shrine. Well, you kind of don't know what that means, but you take it as some act of religious thoughtfulness or whatever. So that was the starting point, but then we said that we've got to have some effective way to talk a language these people understand, which is it's a business. They talk money. They talk ratings. They talk uh, uh, pairs of eyeballs watching their television shows. So we developed a seminar, which we've now held in more than 20 executive suites of more than 20 major media companies, entitled The Demystifying the Conservative Christian." These are 100 million people who call themselves evangelicals. You can think they're loony, but you really need to factor them into your marketing plan uh, and probably try to figure out a way not to alienate them or offend them because they have some pretty uh, deeply held beliefs. So it's that that corporate seminar plus the one-on-one relationships in which now my team and I over these past uh, almost 30 years have been interacting with these people on a personal basis and helping uh, to to put a more uh, nuanced um, understanding face and uh, information about who the uh, conservative Christians in America really are, those people they fly over between New York and L.A. Somebody like Steven Spielberg, would he hear you on on this at all? Would he respond? Of course. Um, Most of the people in the entertainment industry, despite the fact that they're typically devoutly secular, and uh, Stephen is Jewish, uh, and he's somewhat observant, too. He's, so he's, he's out of the mode, out of the norm for most of the, of the Jewish executives in the industry aren't very uh, observant, and that's true of the Catholics and the, and the other folks, or whatever religious background. Most of them have jettisoned religious faith, and if your question is, how does Hollywood see people of faith or people that are Christians particularly, um, they typically see them as maybe a little uh, out of touch, maybe, uh, maybe a little crazy. Uh, gee, those people really actually believe in God and they pray and they go to church. Church is a waste of time. Uh, they would have some similar, uh, I think, attitudes as people in UK or in Australia, New Zealand, uh, where church isn't relevant and God probably isn't is just a crutch for people who are weak. So typically, they wouldn't be real fans of uh, of a deep personal faith. Take, for instance, the film Noah has just hit our screens here in New Zealand, and I I notice, you know, Googling, there's been some uh, extreme reactions uh, in in United States to the movie, and and I think that, in my view, could be that people haven't read carefully. It's based on the Bible story. It's not the full account of it. Would you agree with that? Or well, actually, that statement, which Paramount wisely put in the front end of the trailer and in the film. Uh, was at the insistence of the National Religious Broadcasters, which is an aggregation of about 1,500 broadcasters. You know, they own and program Christian radio and television stations across America and the world. Uh, After they viewed the leaders of NRB saw it, they said, we can't endorse this unless you put a statement saying, this is not the biblical story. It is based on it, and uh, there are lots of creative licenses. If you say say that, then we'll, we'll say, fine, we... Uh, we, we won't have any problem with you know people going to see it. So uh, Paramount wisely did add that uh, kind of disclaimer, that caveat on the right, front end yeah. of the film, yeah. and I think that was smart because the Noah film is not the Bible story. Uh, there's not much uh, really in the biblical account t- 
to build. There's certainly no dialogue to speak of. <laughs> and and so you had to fill in an awful lot of blanks. And the director, Aronofsky, um, he he took his liberties. And, hey, that's what you do when you do a, you know, a, a story that you don't have much to go on, but you're just basing it on, on, a, on a myth or a tradition or whatever. The thing that was offensive to the... Uh, to the conservative folks is, hey, wait a minute, you're taking a Bible story. Uh, the Bible is God's word. It's divinely inspired. It would be a little bit like you took a story out of the Koran, and then you you know, made wild you know uh, additions and changes and whatever in the story. Uh, you might get some pretty strong <laughs> negative reaction because it's the sacred scriptures of a major faith. Look, um, I'm very very. Imp- uh, I, I think it's great because I think often we don't have conversations with people who don't agree with us or we feel don't represent us right. And, and I really congratulate you, Dr. Uh, Larry Poland, for doing this. I think it's very good. And I noticed Good Friday is the 18th of April and somebody's told me it's your birthday. So happy birthday from all the listeners of News Talk ZB in New Zealand. In New Zealand. Well, Thank you. Um, I don't count anymore. It's getting, the number's getting too big. But yes, you're right. It, it is exactly, I think, a good thing to have done and to be doing. Uh, Jesus said, you know, blessed are the peacemakers. And peacemakers don't get a lot of credibility, but, uh, and sometimes, most times, maybe they don't even see much success. But there are rewards in getting, uh, uh, fighting people together and having them make amends and, like you say, listen to each other, talk to each other respectfully, and love each other. Uh, I had a rabbi friend, and he called me the day before New Year's a couple of years ago, very close Orthodox rabbi friend, and he said, you know, wish you a happy New Year and blessed New Year and so forth. And I said, he, then he said, you know, Larry, I wish we could take what we have between us and take it to the Israelis and the Palestinians. I said, well, my friend, you know what we have between us is love. I happen to love you, and you love me too. You're not as comfortable saying it maybe as I am, but we love each other. And he says, yes, but considering the fundamental differences in the way we believe. I said, wait a minute. I've been married to a woman for 48 years, and we've had some (laughs) fundamental differences in the way we believe, but it hasn't kept us from loving each other. uh, Very good. Yes. Yes. My my, uh, license plate says, God loves Hollywood, and I think he does. Dr. Larry Poland, thank you so much for being our guest today. Thank you for giving us your time. Thank you.